2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
3: This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. The transit ride is mostly empty but for
4: drivers. Port Authority bridge and tunnel traffic approaches pre-pandemic levels. Everybody's driving in now. But there are still very few people on the PATH train. I'm Sean Adams at the GWB.
1: Twitter closes its New York headquarters as COVID cases spike, and what Steve Burns will report is an ominous sign. All hopes had been pinned on Labor Day as the date
2: New York's economy would sputter back to life. Manhattan's skyscrapers would fill up once again until the Delta variant showed up. Steve will tell us what businesses want from Washington. Brad
3: Heller has big news for Yankees fans, a major get. Joe Connolly will be here about a pandemic business prediction that didn't pan out.
1: And from our news archive, this day's bloody start to a year of terror in three of the five boroughs this is thursday july 29th the wcbs 880 morning news roundup a deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day cloudy and muggy could be some strong storms around later on this afternoon good morning i'm paul mernayne morning i'm
3: wayne cabot and have you noticed the traffic there is strong evidence the pandemic has altered our commuting habits in lasting ways with former transit riders now packing back into cars. Sean Adams is at the George Washington Bridge this morning where traffic is back in a big way. Sean, good morning. How big?
4: Very big. Traffic back to the levels of the bad old days. Remember them? The Port Authority has seen a major surge in recent months at the bridges and tunnels, especially the George Washington Bridge. So, drivers are sitting once again.
0: It's bumper to bumper.
4: All the time. All the time. Everywhere every man for himself we're back to where we were before the pandemic absolutely heavier then it was pre-pandemic really heavier the port authority says it's just about to the pre-pandemic level but you th- you think it's even more oh, absolutely i travel it. i've been traveling this for years and years and years and uh i know every road every nook and cranny going into the city and uh oh yeah oh yeah there you go so the port authority says bridge and tunnel traffic just two percent below the level in june 2019 so we're getting there truck traffic though up seven percent and that is consistent with the record amount of cargo that has been backed up at the ports uh, during the pandemic. that's interesting uh, correlation there. Wayne, Paul. Hey, Sean, tell us
1: about the hit, though, that mass transit
4: is taking. Well, that's the other side of this story. Path ridership down 63% from two years ago. Similar story for the MTA, subway and bus ridership in the city below 50%. So the pandemic, it really changed our work habits, our commuting habits. And it seems people are not uh, quick to flock back to mass transit. They don't want to be in close quarters as long as uh, there's a concern about the the, the coronavirus. Uh, So they're either driving or they're working from home.
3: Sean, thank you. We have a tri-state mask update now. No mandates yet. Governor Cuomo says only that cities and towns should seriously consider requiring masks in high COVID areas. Governor Murphy says he strongly recommends them in indoor settings that are crowded or where people's vaccination status isn't known. Nothing new from Governor Lamont in Connecticut, but two counties there, Hartford and New London, have fallen into the CDC's substantial community transmission category where masks are recommended. Twitter's
1: New York office in Chelsea is closed today till further notice in light of the CDC's updated guidance. It was only two weeks ago the office opened. Same for its San Fran office. At Google, plans to bring the office staff back in September have now been pushed back to October.
3: But a city business group says offices are safe. It's getting there. That's the problem. Here's Steve Burns.
2: Manhattan's big companies want to get back to the office, says the Partnership for New York City's Catherine Wild.
0: We had really good momentum toward a strong reopening in the fall up until a few weeks ago
2: that's when the Delta variant gained a foothold in the city
0: the problem is not going to be in the office the problem is going to be getting to and from the office that's where concerns are.
2: Wild says vaccination rates are high among office workers, but the general public on the subway in a restaurant is another story.
0: The uncertainty right now is really around the overall environment. We really feel it's time for a federal vaccination mandate.
2: Also an important factor, where kids will be this September.
0: The reopening of offices depends on Schools reopening. Steve Burns,
2: WCBS News Radio 880. And
1: Brad Heller is checking in now with one of the big sports stories this morning. New blood for the Yankees, Brad. Good morning, guys. Joey Gallo is a two time All Star, a home run derby participant earlier this month, and now it looks like he's going to be a Yankee. The Yankees and the Rangers are reportedly finalizing a big trade. Gallo in exchange for four prospects. He's a left handed bat, perfect for that short porch and right field at Yankee Stadium. His 25 home runs are more than all the Yankee lefties combined this season. He also leads the majors with 74 walks, but strikes out a ton too, so basically he's going to fit right into this Yankee lineup. And more deals could be coming for the Yankees and the Mets. The trade deadline is tomorrow afternoon.
3: Wayne and Paul. Thank you, Brad. Yankees and Mets won. By the way, we should point out, here's a good opportunity that you can catch the Mets on WCBS and on the Odyssey app. Every pitch, every thrilling moment on your smartphone and on your radio, too.
1: Download the Odyssey app today. Stream on your phone. Check out the Mets. Check out WCBS. And for the news you need, by the way, during the game, you can use the link at WCBS880.com.
3: Well, for some, Ben and Jerry's has lost its flavor. We'll hear about that next. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Now, the weather day ahead. Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen, I guess we'll brace for some storms, huh?
4: We will for later this afternoon. Nothing too much to worry about this morning, although the clouds are starting to increase over the area, and that's to be expected. Also, the humidity will be a little bit higher today. But as for showers, the first showers, probably a couple hours either side of uh, noontime, lunchtime, and it's really not all that bad yet. Late this afternoon, though, into this evening, beyond the commute, that's when we could have some strong storms. And highs today will be up near 80, low tonight 65 to 70. Tomorrow becoming mostly sunny, pleasantly warm, less humid. Highs up near 80, and the weekend starts off fine. Also near 80 degrees with low humidity. Right now for the city, it's 72, humidity 78%. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Our stock futures are mixed this
1: morning, and Joe Connolly's here now with one COVID business prediction that was not accurate, Joe.
5: large companies have not opened new satellite offices in the suburbs. Many looked but stopped when progress on vaccines started to be reported, and employees were working from home for free. A Long Island broker says a lot of companies had knee-jerk thoughts but did not make knee-jerk decisions. A New Jersey realtor says I've not had one New York-based company looking for office space. Nicole LaRusso at CBRE Real Estate says it is going to take time, though, for companies to figure out the best solution based on where people have moved and how much time they'll need to be in the office. We don't know yet. And James Rittman at Newmark Realty in Connecticut is still hopeful and says companies follow employees. And so many have moved to suburbs. We'll see if companies start looking for space again.
3: Joe, Ben and Jerry in a New York Times editorial say they are men of ice cream and men of principle and defend their West Bank boycott as others boycott them. Illinois regulators plan to invoke a state law there that prohibits investment in companies that boycott Israel over its occupation of territories won in the war with Palestinians. The owner of a Ben and Jerry's on the Upper West Side tells The Post sales have melted since the West Bank boycott, and so... They're now promising to give 10% of his proceeds to fund educational causes in Israel.
1: But Ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield write in the Times it's possible to support Israel and oppose some of its policies. They say they are proud Jews who are taking a stand to advance the core tenets of Judaism, justice, and human rights.
3: It's the morning news roundup. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot.
1: And I'm Paul Mernane with your three things to know this morning. First, masks are back
3: at Disney World and Disneyland indoors starting Friday.
1: Number two, those aren't skunks on Route 22 in Branchburg. Neighbors are complaining about the smell from the old Walmart that is now a weed cultivation facility.
3: Third thing, good update on Saul Goodman. Bob Odenkirk is stable and recovering after collapsing on the set of Better Call Saul. Up next, our news
1: archives, 88 seconds in sound. Now for this date, the 29th of July
3: 1976 began a reign of terror in New York City in three of the five boroughs eight women would be shot six killed on this date the first attack David Berkowitz pulled a gun out of a paper bag and killed Donna Loria as she sat in her car in the Bronx and wounded her friend Jody Valenti thus began son of Sam known then by a different
0: tabloid name as News
3: 88's Art Athens
0: recounted he was known only as the 44 caliber killer and not by too many people. Someone in 1976 had killed one and wounded four, mostly young girls with long hair, mostly parked in cars. But it wasn't until January 30th of 1977 that police made a connection between the shootings. It wasn't until 44 caliber slugs shattered the windows of John Deal's car in Forest Hills and shattered the life of his fiancee, Christine Freund. Deal will never forget it.
3: All of a sudden, there was a crash, you know, I turned, and I seen Chris falling like this towards me, you know? And I grabbed, I started screaming, Chris, 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 you know? And then there was one more bang, you know? We went down, you know, I went down in my seat like you know, I went down, and
0: I heard one more bang. Police started looking for a white male, five, eight to six feet, 180 pounds, straight black hair, but they weren't really sure what they were looking for. He struck in the dark of night, popping out of the shadows in the Bronx and Queens. No patterns, no clues. Police were frustrated and fearful of more murders. We will catch this individual.
3: And they did more than a year later, thanks to a parking ticket on his windshield. Berkowitz is now a model prisoner at the Shawangunk Correctional Facility in Ulster County, still up for parole every two years, now born again and calling himself the Son of Hope. This is July 29th.
1: The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours